0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the Lawcast. My name is Melanie Thorley, and this is Christy Santana. Welcome back. And uh, we're sitting further apart today because of the obvious issues we've got with
1: yes, yeah, uh, you will be able to see the date of when this was filmed, and you'll know that we're in, we're in restrictions, restrictions again for yeah. another week.
0: Yeah, um, we talked never about ending. We, yeah, we talked about this, didn't we? we? We were wondering why the footballers are coming in and not shutting the borders. Well,
1: I mean, it comes to mm. it. they do you here's all right question go on would you rather our government just flat out admit that there are different rules for different people or are you happy with this it seems abundantly clear (laughs) but
0: no one's talking about the elephant in the room i like talking about the elephant
1: yeah but so just say
0: yeah just just say look say, they we, bring
1: in economic um we're keeping, we're
0: keeping these people we're getting these people across because it's great for the economy we're having a hard time at the moment so everyone else you can suck it but these guys are coming over
1: like because that's that's very different to what, what yeah but now they're talking
0: about there. bringing their families over and
1: i saw that they denied that which is so good. Good. come on there are five workers who you know like heaps of people do it heaps of people work like
0: you know, away yeah.
1: from from home yeah. for a short period and, of time
0: and uh, i know i shouldn't see it this way but these guys are earning a lot of money mm. they can suck it up for a little that's
1: bit that's part of the kind of, part yeah. of it. yeah but yeah don't you think though if you come out and say look one the reason we're giving a, a different rule for this person is for this reason then every other person says, "Well, I'm. Well, my company brings in this amount of money. I should also like."
0: Maybe, but there's always different roles. We've had movie stars come in and out without any type of, you know, with impunity. Mm. We've. I mean, I know they slammed those um, rich boaters recently, but I think that was just because
1: they were oh, cashed up bogans. tall poppy syndrome. Yeah,
0: cashed up bogans and didn't want them in here or whatever. You know, I
1: don't know, like.
0: If, if they're important they get in if they're not important they don't <laughs> look i would rather the government be a bit more open and honest about mm. it than pretend that it's not happening because it is happening
1: because it is and we all know it
0: or at least explain why they think it's not the thing the thing that we think it is
1: so like just
0: just come out with it we are letting these people in be- not because they're rich or because they're footballers and we think mm. they're going to bring a lot of money into the country. But for all these unique reasons that you don't know about.
1: And then explain the unique ones or just say that there are unique Yeah, explain it.
0: Tell us, tell us why it's different for A, B and C than it is for E, F, G. Oh. Why not? I mean, if, if it's not as blatant as what we think it is.
1: Then let us know. Tell, tell us. Educate the us. the problem is that it is.
0: Well, that's the problem.
1: The elephant does exist. Yeah, it's the elephant there.
0: there. <laughs> they are up to mischief.
1: And... know but one of the things that annoys me though is that the nrl has a different standing compared to other sports yeah i would be happy with
0: they're not letting the cricketers in all the basketballers
1: you know and i would be happy for them to say look sport we all love sport we're going to put it on a higher pedestal compared to the different other industries which we don't obviously love as much yeah
0: this is true i mean but where does it end with sport with with all sport, any sporting person who needs to be in Queensland can come in. See, this is the problem. That's everyone, because Australia is full of sportsmen.
1: Oh, so the, okay, uh, I'll draw it at professional. Oh, ah,
0: sport. professional sport.
1: Because you're right. Yeah. You know, Dave's local cricket. Um, you know, indoor cricket team.
0: That's right i have an
1: away game in sydney that's right (laughs) everyone's just organizing these away games on the other side of australia to make sure that they can get across
0: that's right
1: okay i get that but i don't know i just i I don't like the secrecy i don't like how it's just all
0: it's the transparency that we're missing here what is the reason why these people are able to do that but to be fair she hasn't just shut the borders and opened it for these guys she's left it open true and and I think she's done that because she couldn't do the other thing easily, which is close the portability sec- guys in.
1: Oh, okay. Or close it the second they come. Cause that's which is what I elves.
0: think she's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think she will, but that's also the elephant in the room.
1: Isn't it interesting though, that, you know, we've been talking about this and we, we say like, she'll do this or, you know, you know, Dan Andrew's going to do that is it almost feels like in times of trouble,
0: He's a single individual. We
1: like reverting to the 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 monarchy or the dictatorship kind of idea that there is one person yeah, but, who decides everything.
0: But she's there every day, standing up, saying, "This is what I'm going to be doing." Mm. So she oh no, they, they, they take they on the role. Yeah, they're taking the role, and if it's not her making the ultimate decision, then who is making the ultimate
1: decision? What do you think? Do you think there are like? Do you think it is actually just like three or four people kind of? deciding
0: this I think there's I think there's one person making a decision with hopefully many advisors who know better about Mm. the thing that need to make a decision on because it's a little bit like business isn't it we as business people don't know everything but we can turn to somebody get their opinion and make a decision Mm. as to what we want to do I'd like to think it's a little bit like that We've voted someone in to make the ultimate decision, but that decision is backed on, backed by not a egotistical "I am right" type of Trumpist attitude, mm. but more of a, you know, inquisitive, "What could be right here? Let's talk to the right people, mm. and then make a decision based on what they think is right and wrong." And this happens in the past. You got uh, there might be people out there who are a little bit too young to remember. But years ago, when um, England decided, or the UK decided to invade Iraq, because they thought there were weapons of mass destruction there, yeah. um, there were a lot of people, myself included, that didn't think that was true, and they just wanted to get in to kill Saddam and to mm. take the oil. Um, and there were literally a million people that protested on that day, and I was one of them, I was mm. there. But... Tony Blair still went forward and did it anyway, because actually you don't make decisions based on popular sort of. Well, it comes,
1: it sort of comes back down to the problem with us as representational governance, which is once you've got a mandate, you know, we're not going to everyone about decisions, even the big ones really Mm. like going to war. Um, we just put people in charge of
0: who we hope can make the right decision on whether that's yeah. a good idea or not. Yeah. And the same thing happened with, uh, I was in Belgium at the time, but there was this petrol crisis where the, where the, um, trucks weren't coming into the UK and being stopped at the ports for some sort of trucking dispute
1: like, and like
0: a, it was like, a, a, it, was massive, it was a, thing, it was a, it was a massive, Yeah. a it was a massive, I, I wasn't quite, didn't quite understand mm. it all because I wasn't actually in the country at the time. Yeah. But it was something to do with the petrol. And uh, Tony Blair again, he said, no, no, you can try to cripple us, and we may even be crippled, but I'm still not going to give in. And he didn't. And Thatcher did exactly the same thing back in the 70s, I believe, with the unions.
1: Geez, those English can be stubborn.
0: Bloody-minded, Stard, yeah, because yeah. Thatcher, that, they had all these um, sympathetic, um, strikes. So mm. if you're, if you were like
1: the bus bus drivers start striking because the coal miners are striking.
0: Yeah. And yeah. because the teachers are striking yeah. because oh, so they had all these sympathetic strikes just... and there was mm. enough and uh, Thatcher she had enough of it. And she said, I'm going to go no further and you can just strike. I'm not giving in.
1: Mm.
0: And there was a strike for two years. Yeah. Two years.
1: What?
0: People were unemployed for two years because they were striking.
1: But they like. Who's, how are they getting food on the table well this
0: is the thing there was all this kind of stuff going on where the unions would provide you with some money so you could pay for food and there was a substance living type of situation and it was became very poor I and mean, there was a mm. lot of poverty at that time massive poverty um but thatcher never gave in
1: and well she won in the end she
0: actually won it in the end
1: stubbornness her
0: stubbornness yeah. played out i mean she what and and whether you love her, you hate the woman. She made decisions based on
1: unpopular
0: mm. opinion because she thought it was the right thing. And
1: maybe that's what we need as countries though. I always played. to what's the popular decision? Cause people don't know what's good for them.
0: I well, Yeah. Every politician that's put their hand up to say climate change is a bad thing. Let's see if we can do something about it. It's been cheap here in Australia, mm. every single one of them. Um, and well, so what do you do about it? Because not only does the country want to lop your head off, but your own party does it. too. Yeah,
1: because if you are one of the if you're on one of the uh, marginal seats, that guy's decision costs you your job. That's right. Um, but maybe the problem is, I think Australia's terms are far too short. Far,
0: three far year, too three-year terms. Far too short. Well, Queensland's just gone to four. four. Just, just now Head,
1: heading in the right direction. But I think it should personally be five or six.
0: Ooh, okay. So they the, can actually do something. So
1: they can actually do things. Um, well,
0: you spend a year getting in, then you have got to get settled. And then you spend a year kind of doing it. And then you and spend you, a year you, trying to do it again.
1: And you do nothing on your last year mm. because you don't want to piss anyone off. Because you don't
0: want to piss anyone off. And this is, this is where ScoMo is at the moment.
1: Yeah. You, you, you just do nothing. You do the bare yeah. minimum, which is not good for the country, but it's good for, you know, politics. for
0: your job yeah
1: but if you have a five-year one well look you can you can break some eggs you've got some time to to recover to recover from it but you know the problem is we've got this real distrust of governments so the idea that we won't be able to you know lop someone off that we don't like um you know we'll have to wait years to do it we
0: recently had it we had the the um his name the guy with the hat (laughs) The hat. oh you know he was he's he's in the the um the liberal national party
1: Uh, oh barnaby
0: barnaby joyce Mm. all of a sudden he's now not a backbencher he's up front Mm. because they managed to get rid of the last guy and i don't even know how that's allowed they just have a private vote and decide who they like the most
1: no it's just he's in charge i mean yeah you remember the, you still vote for the party you don't vote you, for
0: the that person. well that's the problem isn't it when we don't have a hierarchical system here where you mm. actually vote for the person in charge you vote for the party and hope the person they put there is the right guy or girl for the job
1: yeah
0: yeah
1: but yeah, i don't know i think it should be longer. politics long people politics
0: yeah you can please don't write and we're just uh, you. Right, it's
1: a dangerous what do they say you shouldn't talk about religion um politics, politics and money or something?
0: Religion, politics and money, maybe. It's like never having children or pets at a wedding.
1: I, I haven't guess. heard that I mean, one. haven't heard that. So I've been to plenty of weddings and there's children and pets. Maybe and, not pets so much. but
0: And and so in the wedding party, the children, the young ones?
1: When you say like the wedding party, you mean like bro-
0: Going down the aisle, holding the... Holding the, the key. Yeah. flowers and Have you ever had should... win- winter yeah, winning? Plenty, plenty. And they've all gone really smoothly. The kid hasn't done anything oh, no, stupid.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that is why. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> no, 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 no. In fact, I'm not sure I've seen one where it...
0: Hasn't gone awry. They
1: don't all... Not every kid is a problem, but if you've got 10 kids, one's going to be yeah. the problem. There's like, always it's some, game. there's
0: always some crier there. There's always some three year old that wants to get down. There's always someone who wants to run around and, and you know, we've got a particular view on children and those who are, uh,
1: uh you can go a couple of podcasts, yeah, yeah those who are regular watchers can it. certainly listen
0: to us about that. But. <laughs> Why bring a kid to an event that takes two hours that they have to sit quietly at?
1: I was following the two hours.
0: What the hell is the point of that?
1: Well, I mean, what else is they supposed to, say? supposed to get a babysitter? Get
0: a babysitter. Don't infect us with all that
1: noise. not <laughs> <it>, the noise? <laughs> just... I mean, if you think about it like this, though, most if you're going to do like the sit-down kind of wedding, which a lot of people do. You can expect to spend at least $100 a head, like $100 a seat. Kid yep. takes up a seat.
0: Yeah, kid $100. takes up a seat, but also the parent is not watching the wedding. The parent is looking after the kid, getting up, going out, doing this, not eating, being, getting up in the middle of a ceremony, getting, leaving, all this sort of rubbish in the middle of, you know, speeches. You've got some crying kids, so they have to get up and leave. And, you know, are these people all just ex- ex- exhibitionists?
1: Well, maybe and, the the answer is to what the Middletons did in, um, I think it was Pippa Middleton's wedding. Kate Middleton, um, became like, like you sacrifice one person for she the best was, of everyone. She
0: was the kid she was like after. Yeah.
1: She was like the kid Walker mm. for the, the 10 kids. She was like in charge of all 10. Oh. so like, you know, her time's going to be average. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but everyone else will be fine. So, well just put you the know, kids in a different extra, room. I think that's kind of the idea.
0: Yeah. Have them sit at a different table a different room and they can throw you different <laughs> tantrums that we don't have to listen to.
1: That their cloth is actually a um, like a paper cloth so they can write on the They
0: can do whatever they like. You know, they Don't have to be around the adults who uh, who can know how to sit still. I just Well,
1: <laughs> most of them do, yeah. I mean,
0: it's bad enough having to sit through all the wedding speeches. Oh, it's boring
1: enough. Boring enough for everyone.
0: Boring enough to do that, then having to listen to somebody's kid that ultimately screams because they've had enough, which is reasonable. You know, they children don't have the same sensibilities as adults. When they're bored, tired, angry,
1: hungry, they just make a noise about it. Maybe that adds the pizzazz you need, (laughs) because no one, no one likes a wedding where there isn't a little bit of risk involved. You know, there's that that one guy that surely
0: is always a wedding party guest that's not a child that can provide that risque situation
1: just you've got to have the drama there's got to be that one you know that one uncle that you know no one don't give him the microphone you know
0: (laughs) the guy that heckles from the corners you there's nothing
1: more boring than a you know perfectly well put together family
0: or the workmate that gets super sloppy
1: (laughs) there's got to be someone there's got to be some drama around or someone who gets you know, hushed away from the the wedding because they've done something silly. Um, you know, no yeah. one, it's gotta
0: happen. Yeah, maybe. So what? People are putting their children in the firing line simply <laughs> to give the drama. <laughs>
1: so, Watch them run around on the on yeah, the dance floor. give, give
0: them a bit
1: of like and stuff.
0: <laughs> give them a bit of raspberry drink and oh. let let them go for it. Do you know that? I
1: think that's like a myth.
0: Raspberry doesn't make kids go crazy.
1: Like. This sounds
0: neither of us are parents, by the way. And
1: neither of us are because no. I heard this on a quiz show. Mm. Now quizzes can sometimes quiz shows can be wrong. Yes. Like and there are kind of some examples of it, but they claimed that sugar doesn't make kids more or any more any more or less hypo. Right. It sounds crazy, but their thing was basically
0: kids are hypos. With just
1: confirmation theory mm-hmm. it's also why people think that the red drink is like they've all got the same roughly the same amount of sugar apparently
0: mm. but the
1: red one is the one that the
0: red one
1: you know the red cordial don't give the kids the red cordial because they'll be up the walls no right. you' pro- kids probably heard it saying oh well, they're gonna go hypo now and then they go hypo like
0: yeah maybe I think kids around kids, back each other up as well they get more and more hyperactive because there are more and more hyperactivity going on um not that there are any of them here today but i have a dog and two cats for those who don't watch this little
1: cast very often none of
0: them are here today there's no
1: points no really uh what's it um finding wally
0: no No finding wally with the cats no no cats falling off the edge of the thing like they did last time Yeah.
1: This might be a lackluster podcast. Oh,
0: it's not going to be fun. Um, and every now and again, well, quite uh, often actually, I go to a dog park uh, and my dog is fine when there's one or two dogs, but when there's like 20 dogs, she zooms around like a lunatic.
1: She just, uh, she uh, I, just I, say,
0: look at this dog, oh my God, look at that dog, oh, look at this dog, that dog's really interesting, oh my just... God, this dog, yeah, and they just, you know, and, and you, just, you just get more and more hyperactive. and? Maybe kids are the same. The more kids you have around them, the more hyperactive they're going to get.
1: Maybe we should do a study, try and get a thousand kids together. Like how, how much many? ruckus can we start?
0: Yeah. Or is there a tipping point where there's just Too so many, many children, everyone just, calms down?
1: Like a cult, they'll just kind of yeah. sit down <laughs> and talk to each other.
0: <laughs> like a cult. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Like a cult.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, for some reason I imagine they're all just kind of in the same gown for some reason tuning and they just kind of all sit down in unison. That's just what came to my mind. Either that or like a crazy Woodstock kind of situation. Yeah,
0: I I figured that. Yeah,
1: yeah. if anyone out there wants to volunteer their children for our mad experiment, then all means.
0: The other thing I'm actually quite excited about is uh, this concept that we might be able to bring dogs or pets on a plane.
1: Mm, mm And
0: my pets are very good. They, they go into a little cage, they sit around, they don't bark. They, you know, yeah, they just go to they I, I like it. I like it. Europe has it all over the place. I don't see why Australia can't do it. Every bloody person owns a pet here. Mm. Why the hell are we not allowing that? I mean, this, this weird concept that kind of pets on a plane because of allergies. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. Cause we also give out peanuts on them.
0: It's not just that everybody owns a dog. It's
1: so like, yeah, but you're also not sitting next to a dog for like ten hours. Maybe
0: not. If you've got an allergy. But I, I have—I mean, I've probably got cat fur on me or dog fur on me right now. If mm-hmm. you had an allergy, you'd be experiencing that, and you're at work. Mm-hmm. I just—I just don't understand it. Why is this allergy thing such a big deal? And how many people actually have a pet allergy to the point where they don't? Because mm-hmm. it might be like going out and getting pollen, bit of a sniffy nose, you sneeze a couple of times. You take an antihistamine, life's good again. I,
1: I'm
0: not Maybe sure that's, what the drama is.
1: But yeah, it's proof in the pudding stuff. Like
0: yeah. broadly
1: you think that this would be an issue. Like if you just think about it, you go, oh, look, there are a lot of things you can think about oh, that could go wrong. God. But I've been on these planes, like I've been to America and stuff and I personally haven't actually seen a pet on, on board. Really? I've seen one who was a guide dog, but that's a bit different. But yeah. um, I've been on plenty of planes which are eligible for this. Yeah, they just.
0: I've probably been. It's
1: expensive, and you know.
0: Yeah, well, it's true Is there a need Well, for it? I guess maybe in Australia people have big dogs, and that might be a problem. Having a you mm. know, a Doberman or a Rottweiler.
1: It's also very large humans <laughs> trying to get yeah, transformed. Well,
0: <laughs> but 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 a human will sit on a chair. How are you going to get the Rottweiler on the chair? You know, I guess. But. Other.
1: Pets supposed. Where do they go?
0: Well, in Europe, it, mm. it's it's mainly you don't you're not walking them through the aisle on a on a lead. You've got them in like a little handbag or a
1: little. Do they, do, yeah, they they pop out they, and
0: they go on the seat next to you. Okay. Yeah, so they do take a seat and you do pay for a seat. Yeah. Uh, but they come out of their nice little you know handbag or yeah. you know yeah. little little backpack or, backpack or whatever it is, and then they get popped into the seat next mm. to them, and they just sit there and they roll curl up and go to sleep i have mm. never actually heard i've been on lots of flights in europe mm. where we literally there are pits around me and never heard one bark.
1: well actually i'll go even step further why i think it's like a proof in the pudding stuff everyone has phones and it's every true. funny slash crazy slash irresponsible slash you know really in, you know inconsiderate thing that happens on plane has been filmed right
0: this is true you
1: know people I'll, I'll get to a different story later, but um, if there was a situation where a dog did something, I'd...
0: Surely a, that would go viral.
1: viral. right? Where is it? But we haven't seen it. No. And this has been a thing for years now. We've got
0: babies crying. We've got people farting. We've got people throwing up. We've got people screaming. We've got loud conversations. We've got stupid people watching movies loud on their phones, which
1: <laughs> I, I, won't,
0: oh, I won't get on my side. When so they far.
1: give you a... Um, they give you. Yeah, what the hell? What's wrong with free? your
0: headset? Why are you listening to your headset so loudly? I can hear it. You know, we're we're right next to each other. I do not want to watch your television show. It's you know, it's mm, it's well, that sort of thing. But all that shit goes on. But what having a pet who's is basically just going to curl up and go to sleep is uh-huh. a problem. Yeah, probably. With all those screaming children and drunk adults around, I just uh, this is the least of my problems.
1: That's true. I mean, I reckon the I am not a very tolerant person. <laughs> it should fairly be said. Um, I am not exaggerating here. I don't think I've gone a single flight
0: without hating someone,
1: without an enemy, and I think. Every, an enemy. Tell me if you're the same, but you find one person and that doesn't have to be a big focus fan. on it. You know, they've talked to you and they've gone in or they took it. They took too long to put their bags up.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: and held everyone up or, or I don't like everyone some... standing up instantly.
0: My One of my pet hates are these females who bring all their bags on the planes and then inevitably bags. need help to put them up.
1: Oh, you're on your own. So you, make, you make your bed, you line it. I was
0: like, dude, what?
1: Ugh, just put the extra money for the, the... Yeah.
0: Why Why are you dragging on the plane four Everyone's handbags behind, and now what, you need some strong male to help you put your bag up? And what the hell's wrong with you? They're only meant to weigh six kilos as it is.
1: Yeah, because they don't, though. No, they like, don't. <laughs> they weigh... Twelve. Four, yeah, twelve
0: <laughs> or fifteen. Yeah. And I'm just like... Ugh, I just... Uh, it, it, it bothers me because it's, we've got women who want equality, but they also want nah, that. Yeah,
1: but I reckon this will, be, this will be a good one, but write to us about your pet ripes on the plane oh, yes. there are millions but there was one incident that I think my enemy on this particular flight actually was something which is you know objectively um, bad enough so midway through the flight um, I, I can I'm not kidding the person behind me's bare foot <laughs> went through the gap in the sky.
0: did you pour your drink on it
1: sitting right (laughs) here like like here
0: what what made them think that was a good idea
1: i don't know but here i am i must i was young
0: are you are you a passive aggressivist
1: i was like eight years old so i dealt
0: with it you better
1: believe every day of my life i regret not tickling their feet yeah. Just a boom.
0: Yes. Yeah, so well, way. Anyway, and however horrible I am about people who get on flights and piss me off, um, I was looking. We should do a bit of law. Since it's called the Lawcast.
1: I mean, we, we can talk about other stuff. millions of reasons why you <laughs> can annoy me on a plane. And one day I will go one. Jeez, oh, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but one day I will go a flight without an enemy. Why I love.
0: you call them enemies.
1: Oh, that's that's <laughs> my level. And I remember them.
0: That's the level of, of antagonizing. <laughs> I remember them. Yeah, I'm just I'm just one of those people. I've just uh, just just stay away from me. You know, once you've bothered me and I've had my peace, I'm pretty much okay. But just stay away from me. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Anyway, what's so, the law for this week?
0: Yeah. Well, I was I was looking at this um this. Legal alert, continuous service not broken by resignation and subsequent re employment.
1: So, what have they done? They've-
0: well, this employee's, it says here, employee's continuous service was not broken by a resignation as a full time employee and subsequently re employed as a casual. Now, with the Fair Work Commission finding the employment relationship continued, meaning the employment met the minimum period for to be protected under unfair dismissal. So first of all this is not about whether the dismissal was unfair or not. Mm. This is about the, the threshold question of didn't that, reach the, uh, the six month
1: employment. employment.
0: Yeah. Um, and it doesn't really provide me with much information in this, in this alert. Um, the Fair Commission found the casual employee, casual employment for three months from the 2nd of September was really systematic, and therefore fine. Um, and and she'd signed a contract. If not broken by a resignation from full-time employment, this meant that the employee met the minimum employment period. So I was wondering about this, because that's, that's all it says. So I'd have to actually read the case, and I'm sorry, people. I know it's called The Lawcast, and I haven't actually read the case. But I was thinking about this. So what we're saying is you could start with somebody, resign, Mm. Come back to them a week later, which is I don't know what amount of time is enough.
1: Yeah, five is it a day? Days, is it a week? Days. Is it an hour? Is it a month? Is it a month? Two years? Yeah. You know,
0: how long is it not, Is long enough? And it hasn't said there whether they're counting that week as part of the continuous, or they're just saying they've got six months because they were there for six months in one week, for instance. Mm. So I was thinking about this. If someone resigns and comes back and it's considered to be the same as when they left mm. isn't this is not this just kind of prejudice every employer out there who decides I just I, how do how do people manage that moving forward I mean maybe the answer is there's not many people who resign and then come back
1: yeah but just because something it doesn't happen very often. Doesn't mean you, you know you do to yeah. address it, but maybe the what? It, maybe it's what they did in between. What happened, the reason why they resigned in the first place? And
0: well, they came they back did. as a casual. So that's an interesting.
1: So so they resigned. Say, look, you know, I
0: can't work full time anymore. It's just it's it's killing my family. I don't know whatever reason. But, I don't like getting up early. Whatever.
1: Maybe. See, I I think that it's probably. And this is not based on these kind of laws, but let's, for example, say, they went, you know, I, I can't work full time anymore. And then, then um, and it's a really kind of informal kind of separation where they go, oh, look, I don't think we can, I don't think we can, you know, find
0: you another find job. A job,
1: okay, well, you know, I'll, well, I'll, I'll call go. it
0: quits then. And then,
1: you know, the weekend happens, for example, a couple of days, and then they go, oh, actually, we actually really like, I don't know, Greg. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe we can get him a casual position? You know, we can, and they they kind of do the thing, and then they bring him back. Um, I can kind of see why.
0: Yeah. That might
1: be perceived as. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, I, I guess you're right. What happens in between? Are they sitting there in discussions about what to do next, mm. or has that person gone off and got another job, for instance? Yeah,
1: I think the job thing would be quite a yeah a problem. But
0: this is this is like the same question, well not same question, but it's a, it's a, it's an interesting problem when people go on sick leave and mm. look for other work. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, and they get in, they're doing a job while on sick leave. Yeah. I'm, and, but I wonder where the wiggle room is there because let's mm. say the reason you're on sick leave, for instance, is because of work-related stress.
1: Yeah.
0: And you do a different job. And Which
1: doesn't have that stress.
0: Doesn't have that stress. Completely different job, for instance. Mm. Well, why would? Are we are we talking about a blanket no no, or are we talking about a situational no no? Mm. You know, are, are we? Why do we say that it's not okay? Why do we say it's okay to have a job while you're on holidays, but mm. it's not okay to have a job while you're on sick leave? I know it's a fitness for right. work issue. Yeah. But if you're not fit for work because it's a stress-related um, issue because of work,
1: yeah, I mean you'd have to be able to distinguish though that y- you aren't fit to work at that place. Yes. Not just generally. Yeah, I just because wanna... if if you're generally fit, well, it's actually a deception thing. Yes. It's, it's a dishonesty thing, but um, you provided, I mean, there are situations like let's think of this: you can't be a builder because your knee, you have dodgy knees, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So you take, you know, it could be a significant amount of time off, and you're doing a your sick leave, but your doctor thinks it's perfectly fine for you to sit.
0: Be a bookkeeper, for instance. Up, you know.
1: So, you know, you're not fit to do the bill be- done, mm. but you're absolutely fit to do that. I don't see any issue with that.
0: Yeah, but is it the fact that you're getting paid twice? Because it doesn't seem to matter if you're on holidays.
1: I don't think people like the double dipping no but, like, but when you break it down
0: because lots of people take a second job on holidays really yeah they do like um uh let's let's consider fifo workers for instance true okay. lots of fifo workers have other businesses and mm. they'll take time off to run that business
1: I mean, I can kind of see that but you're so what you're saying is where's the difference yeah I um, think it's because I think it comes It's a fitness
0: for work thing, right? I
1: think people's dislike of doing a second job when you're sick is the dishonesty.
0: Yeah, but I'm...
1: most of the time it's dishonesty. Yeah,
0: but I'm I'm creating a scenario where you're not fit to do that job.
1: Yeah, but I think people... It it still comes back to the dishonesty. They don't think that you... Not all cases, clearly, are as easy as Mm. my knee situation. Mm. Um, Most of them are Mm. like... With the work-related stress things are are you saying that that workplace is different to another and yeah it's blurred lines and people think, think that you're lying
0: i think they are but i think it goes to the same question as this there's obviously wiggle room because mm. if there's wiggle room that in um, employment is not severed then there's got to be wiggle room the other places of course just finding it that's
1: why we have a job well that's it that is why lawyers exist well that's it
0: everyone this is this is why we talk about these things in the law cast as well because quite often sometimes these things are uncertain yeah and we it's interesting actually we get um we get a lot of um, inquiry calls and i i mostly take them and i give people preliminary advice and the preliminary advice i give is based on the Limited information yeah, I get over. Of yeah, oh, 10 minutes info 20 minutes of some advice yeah. and then they move on and Sometimes they come back to us and say well I'd like to do that and when we look at it more closely, we don't see the same set of circumstances because we have more information yeah. But it's interesting how often our clients find that uns- unsatisfying yeah. because my they want my preliminary information or advice to be right and for all intents and purposes it is with the information i have but then more information comes and it becomes obvious that something else might be mm. right so uh, law is just not that simple no. absolutely and if, if it was
1: if every case was the same there would be no lawyers in the world i think right, if you plenty.
0: if you go back to one of our old law casts we talked about one simple question one quick no, question. Yeah,
1: there's no such thing. We had. There's we, actually no such do,
0: thing. Do you remember we talking about one quick question and what that looks like in reality? Um, but that's something to think about, isn't it? There isn't one quick question in law, unfortunately. No,
1: there's one quick question. In oh, it's very. If you li- ask a doctor. Oh, I've just got this one little issue. Like, <laughs> there's no such thing. <laughs> no such thing. There's no such. Thing.
0: Well, everyone, thank you for watching and listening to the Lawcast. Um, oh, I forgot. We've got some really exciting information you've been promoted
1: to associate uh, yes, uh, yeah, So
0: So chris is oh, i should do for all our listeners chris has been uh promoted to associate this week yes, and a, uh shout out to christie santana yes, thank you. it's very very exciting so we'll end on a very happy note and if anybody can uh, write in or um say yeah, that congratulations. Always take a few
1: congratulations
0: absolutely we're all very excited here to have chris as an associate so thank you very much for watch, watching and listening to the lawcast we'll
1: see you in two weeks see you next time